Hello and welcome to Market House, the podcast where we talk all things Disney. My name's Caleb. And I'm Caitlin. And this week we talk about a huge investment in the Disney theme parks. A bear loose in Magic Kingdom. Huh? Let's dive in. <laughs> Right. This is episode number one zero two. I got to get used to saying one hundred and two. Yeah. I don't need to like break it up like that. I don't know. It confuses me. But episode one hundred and two. Welcome back, everyone. You just stole my line. Oh, sorry. Welcome back, everybody. And I go welcome, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Good to have you back. We are so excited to talk at Disney per usual. Uh, but before we do, let's update everyone on what we've been up to. Another mild week. Mm -hmm. It's been very, very busy work-wise for the both of us. So I have been absolutely just like mush brain at the end of the day. Uh, but I just cannot wait for the weekend to come and we can watch YouTube videos about Disney and think that we're there. And be in the spooky season, even though it's not really spooky outside. <laughs> not really. We've had some weird wildfire smoke come down from Oregon, which is Super lame. Uh, it's, I'm sad that there's wildfires. I hope everyone's safe and everything. But uh, we rarely get our wind from that direction. So when it does blow that way, we get some of that Oregon wildfire. So there's yeah. always a fire going on on the West Coast somewhere. And unfortunately, we've been smoky the last week or so. Other than that, just kind of hanging out, getting ready for baby. Getting ready for the baby. Um, things are starting to progress um, pain-wise. I'm getting a little more uncomfortable as days go on. Um, sleep is kind of few and far between, so kind of navigating that. But um, as everyone I've talked to is, that has already had a child, they say this happens, and you don't sleep as of now, even when the baby is here. So just kind of navigating that. Um, but we're getting so excited. Our shower's coming up, and the baby is going to be here literally so soon. As we've already talked about, we're just we're so stoked. Very excited and can't wait to kind of bring you along the journey, let you know how it's going and if we have questions. Yes, which I'm sure we will. <laughs> I'll just be like, hey, everyone, has this happened? Is this normal? That's the episode. That's it. <laughs> hey, before we dive into the news, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Both are a giant, giant help to the show. Again, written review over on Apple Podcast, huge help and a five-star rating over on podcast. Thank you in it, on podcast, on Spotify. Uh, we thank you in advance for doing that. Uh, also, join us over on Patreon. We've got some fun, exciting stuff kind of working over there. We've got some fun ideas kind of simmering in the brain. Uh, so then thank you, early adopters, for joining us over there and for all the future Patreon members. Yes, it just truly makes us so excited when we get a new sign up. So thank you again to everyone who has already done so. All right, let's dive into that news. All right, before we dive into that news, we want to let you know we are going to keep it light this week. There's quite a bit of news to kind of go over, so we want to spend the right amount of time on that. And then we're also going to do a little bit more trivia this week than normal. Yeah. And... You've got some Shop the Mouse items. I'm so excited. <laughs> we'll keep it short and sweet. The yeah. last couple episodes have been kind of on the longer side, so we thought we'd save you a couple minutes this week and uh, give you kind of the, the nitty-gritty, what you need to know. First up, we've got Disney investing in theme parks. So Disney announced something huge, something exciting for all of us theme park fans. They are planning on investing $60 billion into the theme parks and cruise line over the next 10 years. This is such an exciting thing for me. 
That is nuts. Yes. And again, I can't even fathom $60 billion. That's with a B, guys, not million. That is so much money. This is double the investment compared to the previous decade. So they are going all in on the beautiful theme parks and cruise line. Disney highlighted that they have more than a thousand acres to use for expansion. To give you perspective, that equals about seven Disneyland parks. Disney also claimed that there's 700 million people with high Disney affinity that still haven't visited the parks. That means there's 700 million, I mean, they're claiming there's 700 million, nearly a billion people out there that want to go to the parks, that have a desire, that are perfect candidates for Disney park guests that haven't visited at all. Wow. I'm a little skeptical on that. That's crazy, yeah. (laughs) They say for every one guest that visits a Disney park, there are more than 10 individuals with Disney affinity, they like that word, who do not visit the parks. Interesting. It's all the surveys they do when you're walking around. Well, no, that you're there though. So they can't survey people that haven't been there. I haven't. No, I'm curious. Do they ask questions about people like family and friends who would like to come? I know. I think it's a bunch of kind of, there's a bunch of polling that takes place outside of the parks. And I think they probably just use, that's, that's my question is where does this data come from? How in the world do they know this? And they probably just use demographics and maybe income and uh, proximity to the park. Yeah, I can see All these factors to go, well, this person's, you know, a, uh, a 40 something year old mom and dad, or, uh, a, I don't know, a 20 something year old college kid. And they use all these data points right. to maybe go, they have high Disney affinity. Mm. Who knows? Again, I'm assuming that this affinity score takes into account the affordability of the parks. But again, I'm starting to question, are there really another billion people out there that can afford a Disney vacation? I have no idea. That number should be shrinking because good grief. It gets more expensive every single year to go. It's ridiculous. So who knows? I don't know if that's true. Uh, they used all these things to essentially justify this massive investment into parks and experiences. But what they didn't say, I think, is the more important takeaway. They're choosing to invest their money into what's essentially the only profitable, substantial profitable business or sector of their business. So parks and Disney Cruise Line are the only two things that are really working for them. Uh, you know, Traditional TV assets have been taking a beating. And these are the things that Iger said are for sale. So ABC, FX, all their properties except for, I think, ESPN they want to hold on to. But everything else is up for grabs. Disney Plus is still burning money every single quarter. And the films have been underwhelming, to say the least, both in quality and box office performance. So I think this is a great like thing for theme park fans. We're investing a ton in the theme parks and the cruise lines. This is all what we love. Mm-hmm. And I think Iger and uh, Damaro have something going here. Yeah, which I'm excited because as we mentioned last week, that was not one of the things that was top priority with the last CEO. So this is very exciting news for us. Super exciting. So again, I wonder the one question I do have, though, is Disneyland Forward accounted for in this investment? So are they budgeting part of that 60 billion to kind of finance Disneyland Forward, which is this make believe thing so far? It's very blue sky Anaheim still has to rezone part of uh, the area, the city, for them to be able to develop theme park and stuff. So I wonder, though, because I wonder if they'll come back and say, well, we had planned $60 billion, but I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my take on it. So big news, exciting news. Let us know what you think, if you think they'll use it for just expansion or possibly a bunch of refurbishments, because both parks, uh, American parks, really need it. 
All right, next up, Disney and Charter have reached a deal. So if you weren't kind of in the business news up, you know, with everything going on in the last couple of weeks, you might have actually been affected by this, but Charter, uh, who owns Spectrum Cable, I think they're like the second largest cable provider in the country, so I'm sure some of you were affected by this outage, but they were in a long dispute causing Disney's channels to be removed from Spectrum until they reached an agreement. Uh, this happens often, unfortunately. I think the last time it was Disney and like Dish Network or something that came to a head. And basically what happens is Spectrum goes to Disney and goes, hey, you're charging too much for your channels because they have to pay Disney to stream their channels basically right. on their network. And so Disney goes, nope, you're going to pay this amount. And then Spectrum goes, we don't want to pay that amount. And then they sit there and fight and they wait until the other one gives up essentially, and then they kind of meet in the middle. So they compromise. So finally they reach an agreement and there were a few days there where Disney channels weren't on Spectrum, which would have been a bummer. Imagine if your kids woke up and they wanted to watch Saturday morning cartoons. And they're not there. That'd be Lame, such a bummer. Right? Or you wanted, you know, you wanted to catch up on some sports stuff on Sports Center. You don't have it. So pretty nuts that this happens, but they finally did reach an agreement and Spectrum subscribers got a sweet deal. This is kind of why it made the news. You're going to get uh, Disney Plus Basic, that's the version with ads, when you pay for Spectrum's TV Select Package. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah, it's nuts that they... They're like joining forces, streaming and cable. That's rare. And that, that, that is a weird, like, yes, you're right. So Spectrum's going, hey, we're going to um, basically uh, accept streaming into their business. Yeah. And, like, give it a hug and go, yep, you know what? You're a competitor, but we're going to go ahead and basically offer it as a perk for our subscribers. That's nuts. Yeah, but I feel like I think it's a good direction that every company in this space is going to have to go through only because, again, streaming is big. Disney's struggling with, with it right now. But also cable is big, but I feel like in a way it's kind of dying because more people are going to streaming. Not even kind though, of. It for sure is. But then it's weird because then you see Disney struggling so much. So it's almost like when you have a deal like this where both cable and streaming services are kind of combining it's almost like two holidays in one. Kind, kind of. of thing. I also get a little upset, though, because I'm like both. I don't know. Both streaming and cable companies are just charging out the wazoo. And at, at some point, you're going to be like, none of this makes sense. Like, I'm going to just have to cancel everything on one side or everything on the other. It's just going to get confusing. At the end of the day, uh, if you also opt to do their like Spectrum TV Select Plus, you're going to get ESPN Plus, too. So these bundle deals are not uh, not new, but definitely new for the cable uh, industry. Also. Fun little story here, totally side tangent thing. I was talking to my grandpa when we were out in St. Louis visiting family. We're just chatting and he just kind of like, just casually mentions, oh yeah, like um, what, someone we know married one of the co-founders of Spectrum or Charter Communications. And I was like, wait, what? Like the Spectrum people? And he's like, oh yeah, like they're really, really wealthy. Like <laughs> they go to their, um, they have like a chalet thing in Switzerland. It's fancy chalet. Fancy. And they <laughs> go here all the time and they've got like a yacht. And I was like, wait, what? Do we know these people? Yeah. I don't know. We kind of dropped it. But then when this news story came up, I forgot like, oh my gosh. So anyways, they're super involved in the St. Louis area. They give like millions away so to crazy. local colleges and stuff. But yeah, Spectrum is in the family. Such a small world. Maybe not. Maybe it's a friend. <laughs> no, but it's I don't just know. a friend. <laughs> All right, next up, we have some East Coast news. And let me tell you, this is pretty crazy. Magic Kingdom was shut down due to a bear showing up on property. And yes, you heard me correctly, a bear on Magic Kingdom property. That's Can you nuts. believe this? So yeah, it was a black bear and apparently was spotted in a tree just like hanging out. Oh. 
Uh, this was on Monday, September 18th. And so this led uh, to park officials closing Adventureland, Frontierland, and Liberty Square till they could figure out what the heck was going on. She was trying to go on Winnie the Pooh or something. She's trying to find bear, it. So Caitlin brought up a good point the other night. She's like, wait, how does a bear, like, did she scale a wall? Well, yeah, because I'm just kind of confused because you know that Disney has it on lockdown, right? The park in general. There's cameras, there's security. How was the bear just like walking around all night and like no one caught that? I mean, I could totally see someone not catching it, but like they do have cameras and I'm like, I just, I thought of like Disney World or Disneyland as a super lockdown security lasers and stuff, but maybe not. Again, we know that it's not like a city area around Magic Kingdom. It's not like LA where you're like, oh, there's a street. But at the same time, like it's not like it's a puppy. It was a bear. (laughs) So they captured the bear eventually. And so they opened up all the park and released her somewhere in the, I think it's Ocala or Ocala. I don't know. Excuse me if you're a Florida resident. I don't know what this is. Uh, National Forest. Yes. Which speaking of, I didn't even know there were black bears in Florida. I I had, well, maybe in Florida, but I had no idea that anywhere around Orlando were home to bears. That's what, yeah, that's what I meant. Alligators, got it. Yeah. Other weird creatures, sure. (laughs) But bears? I feel like they belong in, okay, like a national forest. But again, what constitutes as a forest? Okay, you know what makes sense? That's not near though. So when we take the uh, transportation from the resort to Port Canaveral, there's a huge like forest type thing out there. Yeah. Bunch of trees. So that makes sense. Maybe they're out there. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe Disney like had this planned out after the whole Country Bear Jamboree <laughs> show. They're going to be like in like two months. We're going to hear Bear that was found is now in the show. So come check her out. That would mean they'd have to put her. No, she'd be alive. She'd be a robot. She'd be a. Oh, she'd, she'd be alive. Be a real bear. Okay. They would train her. Train her to like yeah. ride a unicycle and, and stuff. And then for Halloween, she can dress up as Winnie the Pooh. Would be a whole thing. <laughs> I love it. I think that's probably slightly legal. Yes. But I yes, I love animal <laughs> rights. Probably have a problem with that. Yes. All right, and our final news story takes place over at Disneyland. It looks like Toontown is going down for refurbishment already. Again, so it's actually already down, part of it. Centennial Park is closed for a month as Disney already has to fix some sections of turf and soft surfaces around the Dreaming Tree. So apparently there was a bad turf install there. And so, and they're also, fun fact, replacing some of the turf, turf, I can't say turf, (laughs) turf, with pavers because it's a super high traffic area and I don't know if they just realize that oh a bunch of people are walking through this so we should probably put like concrete down or I something. I don't get it. I'm kind of like come on guys. It's not like know. it opened 10 years ago. I have no idea. So Centennial Park's opening back up October 22nd and then on the 23rd they're closing down Goofy's How to Play Yard and that's going to be closed for another month to add and fix some broken elements in that area broken already broken already so everything should be completed as of early november but this is kind of comical that they already had to close it it's I a brand new land i mean in a sense in a way yeah but i do have to say though when it does reopen november if you do have a trip plan definitely go check out toontown it we love going over there we had so much fun visiting we were there a ton during our last trip it, we spent a ton of time there we yeah. don't have kids yet you know that uh, uh first one's come in november so we had no really reason to be over there except for that amazing flop over Best meal in Disneyland right now at counter service. Mm -hmm. And also, of course, Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway, one of the best rides there as well. So that it's it's knocking out of the park. That land punches above its weight with just how tiny it is, but it's got so much to do. And the music too. The ambiance music is amazing. So good. And we know someone, uh, Adventures of Millerland, their friend wrote one of the songs in that area. Which is so crazy. That is so sick. All right. 
you know what that beautiful music means. It is time for Disney, Disney Trivia. Trivia. Brought to you by Market House. Sunny think- D. The drink we all drank thinking it was juice, but it wasn't. <laughs> but it was good. But it was delish. <laughs> Can you believe some people drink that in the morning? I never was allowed to drink it a lot. Oh, I did. You did? Hands down, it was my favorite drink ever. For like breakfast? Yes, with my toaster shirt. Dude, that was like soda. I know. <laughs> like, oh, it was so it good. Burn through your enamel, like your teeth. Oh yeah, and the toaster shirtles with my Sunny D, and I would steal my brother's frosting packet, and I would put two on my That's toaster shirtles. Mean? Woo, sugar. The <laughs> perks of being the oldest. All right, I'm going to lead it off this week, and let me tell you, our first question comes from Tina. She is a Patreon member, Mm -hmm. and I asked the members over there saying, hey, you know what? Why don't you recommend or shoot us over some trivia questions? Yes. Because we need some more in the mix, and so if you want to shoot some trivia questions over, join us over on Patreon. Yes. One of the perks you get over there. Try and stump us. Exactly. You can see us writhe in pain as we try and figure out <laughs> what the heck the answer is to these questions. So this first question, like I mentioned, is brought to you by Tina. Thank you so much for sending this in. Caitlin, are you ready? I'm so ready. What is the name of the chameleon in Disney's Tangled? Pascal. Pascal is correct. I love that little thing. He's so cute. He is a cute little thing, <laughs> isn't he? Uh, we love Pascal. You can actually get one of the um, shoulder character. He's right. Isn't he one of them? Yeah. So you can like, it's a magnet under your shirt. And then you put him above you, and it like snaps on. I love it. And you have a little little character on your shoulder. So cute. Who else do they have? They have Groot. Groot. I believe Zero during Halloween time. That's fun. And anyone else? I feel like Mu- Mushu would be a good one. Yeah. Do they have Mushu? I don't think so. I almost called him Mufu. <laughs> oh God. Mushu. My you apologies. You know would be a good one. Mm. Pongo. No. <laughs> Pongo is a bad dog name, and I don't like it. Just kidding. All right. Next question is: These two are for me. The one and only. Okay. Where was Hercules born? What? I'm sorry. Where was Hercules born? It is a Disney trivia question. Um, well, he was born to Zeus. <laughs> yes, but where does <laughs> Zeus live? In the sky. In the sky. Yep, that's the correct answer. Well, no. I, that's kind of hard to do that because it's all Greek mythology. So I'm like, I don't know how to. You got this. No, because in the movie, it's in the sky. <laughs> yes, I know it's in the sky, but like, well, kind of, I guess. Okay, you ready? I have you no idea. Know. Mount Olympus. Oh. Come on. Okay, well, I don't know. I didn't think about that. I always think of like the classic scene where it's like it goes up into the clouds. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's up there. Okay. Such a good movie. Well, you got that one wrong. I know. So, for, so far, you're one for two. Last question. We're doing three this week because we're feeling crazy. What is the name of the leopard that... Uh, yes, Xnade Tarzan's family. I don't want to use the word, but you know what I'm saying. That was a villain in Tarzan. What is the name of the leopard that did something to Tarzan's family that was very sad? That you put them to sleep. Oh my goodness. I'm trying to think here. Oh man, I don't know. And I can see them all saying it. Come on, you have it. Kind of like the first letter. S. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, Sara, Sakara? Sakara, no. Is Sabor. Sabor. Close enough. Yeah, Sakara and Sabor. <laughs> Sabor, yes, because I can literally see his mom saying it. Sabor. Yeah. Okay. Oh, such a sad. So you went one for three, girl. I know, those are hard. Sorry. Okay, well, are you ready for my trivia questions? I think. Well, you can't take credit for all of them. Tina has one of them, right? Yes, and I'm okay. going to start with Tina. So are Let's you go. ready? Yep. 
Which Disney film features a character named Yzma who is transformed into various animals? Yzma. Yzma, Uzma, Mickey Mouse. Um, I, Yzma. That is the Emperor's New Groove. That is correct. I knew it. Did I say that correctly? Yzma? Yzma, but I don't remember her doing like different uh, animals or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think she like just transforms into different no things throughout the movie. I haven't seen that movie in forever. We need to watch it. With uh, Kronk? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great movie. It's such a good movie. We need to watch it. Okay, are you ready for question number two? Yes. Okay, first up. In Monsters, Inc., what is the code number for a white sock? Mon what is the code number for a white sock? Mm-hmm. Okay, you said mine were hard? This is not hard, babe. We got <laughs> this a is easy. Really? Yes. A white socks. Uh, we got a white sock. We got a 1746. Well, they don't They don't go around saying we have a white sock. Oh, I, I got but that. Yeah, yeah. You got a code. Oh, come on. Code nine. I don't know. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It's a lamplight drink. Oh, it's the, oh my gosh. Why can't I think of it when it comes to... Not the scream canister. We've got the. I I keep going six two six, but that's Stitch. That's correct. Yeah, well, um, it's not correct, but yes, that is Stitch. I don't know. It's twenty three nineteen. Twenty three nineteen. Come on! Darn it. I thought you were gonna get that one. My bad. <laughs> okay, last question. Which Disney film was the first animated movie of all time to be nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards? I think we've asked this before. For Best Picture. The yes. first one to be nominated for Best Picture. Yes. So it wasn't Snow White because that was the first animated picture, but they didn't have that yet. Correct. Okay. That category. Oh, man. And I'm going to go... Ooh. Cinderella? Incorrect. Beauty oh. and the Beast. Beauty. Okay, so way after. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. That doesn't feel right. Right? I don't understand why. Wait, hold on. What? So... Lion, wait, oh, Lion King came after. Lion King came after. Okay. Yeah. I was about to start flipping tables. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought, too. When I was doing it, I'm like, I think it's Lion King. Because Beauty and the Beast was like 91. I have no idea. Early 90s. Yeah, I know it came before, obviously, yeah. Lion King. But okay. Yeah. Wow, I did I did one for three as well. We tied. How do See? we do that? Because we're awesome. Think of, think of a question on the spot. We got to do a tiebreaker. Uh, ooh. <laughs> I have no idea. Can you think of one on the spot? Yes. Okay. No. Wait. Yes? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, let's just not then. <laughs> I thought I had one, and then I didn't. Um, no. Uh, oh, I have one for okay. you. Okay, go ahead. So, as you all know, in Disneyland, they the castle has little gold spires on it, right? With the real gold. Whole story behind it between Walt and his brother, Roy. Where is another location where there's actually a gold leaf? So, it's real gold. Real gold, according to a website I read. So, sounds, if this is wrong. Sounds legit. Okay. Yes. So okay, I, I knew the the castle story. So he did gold leaf up there without Roy knowing, and he was mad and whatever. Um, where else in the park that would have gold leaf? I don't. Peter Pan. Close. Apparently, it's Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. There's a gold leaf. What? Yes. Can I get up there and grab it? I'm gonna fact check it just That's to make sure. Nuts. Yes. So there's the gold and, spires on the castle, and okay. then a gold leaf somewhere. I'm assuming in that in that front somewhere. room. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. In his study. I mean, I don't know if it's inside or outside, but it's somewhere. 
So that's cool. Isn't that crazy? I want to verify this. We're going to verify. I don't know if it's hundred percent, but that was trivia. Thank you for joining. I'm sorry we were terrible as usual, but you already know that. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. I just know how many you got right. Probably a lot more than us, but that was, uh, that was a blast. know what that cash register sound means it's time for shop Shut the, the mouse, mouse with, with market, market house. house get those credit cards out and ready to purchase we're back we're back we're ready to spend some money yes you've been very ready to spend some money constant <laughs> baby outfits and such oh my and gosh it's just a constant flow you can't say no that's all of our text messages right now when she's at work it's just <laughs> how about this one i'm like sure yeah Add it to the list. <laughs> All right. But we, I'm super excited because we have a couple fun items, and one is actually a new addition to Shop Disney. Ooh. So I'm very excited for this. They are Mickey Mouse Icon Homestead Coasters. I think they're super cute. They're like, obviously, they're fake marble, um, but there is a little like wooden Mickey head in the middle with kind of like a gold trim. So we have basically these coasters, but like with our... Uh, names on them well like it's like a c right for yes. but like it's like they're, they're from pottery barn yes and and i love that they look the exact same literally the exact same and they're way cheaper than the pottery barn ones because this one actually comes with like a little like coaster set holder so it's like a little gold tin that you can place them in yeah they look really nice and honestly you can put them in any room an office kitchen they're only 29.99 which, again, I feel like that's pretty good for, like, something like this, especially because it's Disney. From Disney, yeah. And I want to verify, like, I wonder if they're, like, heavy and stuff and, like, fuel quality. I mean, I don't know if they're, like, super heavy. I mean, I wouldn't imagine them being. They're coasters. I guess how fancy do yes. you need to be? But... but, again, it's a pack of four. It does come with, like, a little container. They're super cute. So, I would definitely check those out. That's awesome. Next up, of course, we had to mention another Halloween item because, as you know, we are big spooky season fans over here. Um, but this is the Mickey Mouse Jack-O-Lantern Halloween Candy Bowl, which has been around for quite some time. But I wanted to talk about it on here because I have another idea of like what you could use it for other than a candy bowl. So stay tuned for this. So this is going to be, it's going to cost you around $39.99. And for those who haven't seen this item, it is literally a Mickey jack-o'-lantern with a humongous smile where like the candy goes inside and you like put your hand in and grab the candy. Yeah. So on and so forth. It's super cute. Um, I did want to say that this is, like I mentioned, $39.99. However, Currently, Shop Disney is running a promo through the 24th, I believe it is, and it's 30% off. So the 24th is going to be the day before this is out. So, yes. so that's not going to help you much. But I did want to mention, just keep an eye out though, because they are going to run the sale again in October. They always do right around Halloween time. It's usually the week of, cause they're like, Oh, well, we're not going to get this to you guys before Halloween. So take advantage of that. And there's always sales after Halloween where they heavily discount all of these items. And I will say this. I rarely go, go sign up for a credit card for this reason. That's usually not a good enough reason, but I will say this. If you guys are big Disney fans and you go a lot, Disney Visa, we have one. It's like the no annual fee version, and we put it in the sock drawer when we're not using it, and we only use it for certain Disney things when they're doing promos. Yeah. But they are doing one where it's like, I think it's $20 off or $25 off $100 spent or oh, something. Wow. They just sent me an email. Okay, that's great. They'll do free shipping all the time. They'll do percentages off. They'll do Disney Visa hotel offers. Yeah. So again, if you're a big Disney fan and you're okay with credit cards and all that good stuff, it might be a consideration uh, at this time of year when you're maybe doing a lot of Christmas yeah. shopping and stuff. They just did a promo too recently where it was like 10% back when you got gas. That was nuts. Okay. Was so amazing. there was, there was a time for a quarter 
for three months where we got 10% back on gas. Which is awesome. And we had an extra like $100 in uh, Disney cash to spend on our last trip. It was amazing. So you can't, that's hard to beat. Highly recommend. And we don't pay for it. There's no annual fee on this card. Again, I'm not trying to sell it, but I'm just saying it's it's a decent one to have. In normal times, it's really not great, but on these promo deals, it's it's nice. I agree. Okay, back to my little idea. Sorry. For the Mickey Mouse jacket. Okay, what's your idea? I'll be excited. Okay, so as you know, it's a candy bowl like I mentioned. However, I have two little things that you can do. Number one, this can be used as decor. So I was thinking kind of you put it in your kitchen. You can put little like twinkle lights in it. But for all of you coffee lovers out there, we have an espresso machine, which we talked about before, and you can put like little pods inside of it. Yeah. This would be so cool to put like little coffee pods inside, or like you can put like, I don't know, like a, uh, a kitchen sponge, like next to your sink, you can put that inside of it. I've seen. Okay. Like just little things like that, where like you don't have to use it for like what it's specifically designed for. So sure. Just fun little things that you could do. I like it. Yeah. I love that idea. Cause I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. I'm not a huge fan of putting candy out unless it's like wrapped in stuff. Uh, you know, some, my mom, we grew up doing like M&Ms in a bowl, which first of all is gross. Cause you touch all of them when you eat them. And then second, I'm like ants, dude. Like yeah. we had really bad ants at our last, uh, place we lived. And so we could never leave anything out. Mm-mm. And so I'm just, I've got like total anxiety when it comes to that. I don't want it out. It needs to be sealed. We even seal like up, you have some Reese's here and you have it in a sealed container. Yeah. Even though they're prepackaged. Yeah, because I'm just so terrified of getting them. <laughs> we, we package everything. We Ziploc everything. It's yes. kind of a thing. But hey, you got to do what you got to do. So I understand if you want to use this as something else, not just for yeah, candy. Yeah, and it's fun. It's a good idea. Well, thanks for joining us for another edition of Shop the Mouse at Market House. Let us know if you get something fun. If it's not one of these items, who cares? Let us know what you're buying Disney-wise. Small shops, we love supporting small shops. Caitlin orders a ton of stuff from those things so let us know what you're uh, buying disney in the disney world yeah and let us know if you find anything from those small shops that especially around the holiday time because we would love to support them yes for gifts and for ourselves all right and that brings us to the end of our episode again like we mentioned short and sweet this week last couple have been pretty long and uh you know long-winded so we want to keep it sweet. Yeah. yeah and again we spent a lot of time on news this week there was a ton of news that 60 billion dollars invested into the parks and cruise line so exciting I cannot wait for that. So before we go, I do have a kind of surprise question for you. Ooh. I didn't tell you about this. Okay. But I'm going to ask you anyways. Okay. Because it just came to my brain. $60 billion. What's the first thing you're doing in the parks? Ooh, I already know you this. Don't, you don't need to spend all $60 billion, but I'm saying you have pretty much a, a, a blank check for a project or a refurbishment or an addition. What are you doing what are you doing? So I actually just touched on this last week in our episode. I would redo the Paradise Gardens area. Okay, in DCA. Yes, in DCA. Okay, so I, you're ripping it out. You're retheming it. What are you doing? Um, I mean, I think a little bit of both. So retheme and rip out. I mean, I think you can try and kind of salvage some of the items or, or some of the areas over there. But overall, I think that's the one thing where I think where is Disney lacking in the parks? That's it. Um, I, I just don't get the whole jellyfish area and like, then it's like corn dogs and then goofy sky school. I think they're truly missing out because we are such big fans of Pixar pier that it's like, they need to carry that around. Okay. Cause then I'm like, next to that is just Ariel. So I'm kind of like, they need to do something. I will admit it's a, that. it's a very awkward area, yes. but all I'm saying is we need to keep the sunglass hut. That's the best part of paradise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, now I'm not necessarily saying that this is going to take $60 billion, but I would like a chunk of it. Okay. To that. <laughs> like it's just a cool 12 billion. Yes. Just a 12. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is possibly, um, the Hollywood Boulevard area. Uh, what, whoa, you want to retheme that? 
Yes. What do you want to move it to or change it to? Well, not like not like move it, but like they need to do something because I'm kind of like it's almost like Avengers is expanding into it. Then you have Hollywood Boulevard, and then it's like a little taco truck in the yes, back. Yes, I'm not disagreeing with, with you. Inc. But I I guess my problem with DC right now is like okay, it's Disney California Adventure. It's supposed to be this California theme. We've got Grizzly Peak that's doing a great job. You've got Paradise Gardens. I don't know what that is, but you can maybe argue it's California. And then you've got Hollywood Boulevard. Everything else now, Pixar Pier, yeah. Avengers Campus. What else is there? Are we missing a uh, land? Oh, if we are. I can't think of it right Okay. Um, that's not California. I know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if later on they change the name, to be honest with you. Really? Just because it no, doesn't. I'll always I don't call want it Disney them to. California Adventure. Yeah, okay. I don't want to because I like DCA, but I'm like, honestly, clearly California Adventure does not show Pixar Pier. I mean, they're going to call it like Disney's like IP Adventure. Because Something it's just a, it's just a smattering of IP. Yeah. What would you change? Uh, so sixty billion. Being realistic, let's just say I get um, two or three out of that, right? Just a just a few bill. You know, <laughs> it's what we say. It's what we say in the industry when you're a billionaire. Just a few bill. Um, <laughs> by no means a billionaire. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you are, let us know, and we'd love to get to know you. Uh, but no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It'd be fun what to talk to a change? billionaire. I would change. That is a good question. I would, oh man. You know what? To be quite honest, if we had a few billion and I don't even know how much we could do, I would start buying up more property in Disneyland. It needs more room. We oh, need, for sure. We need more room. So I know those hotels and stuff are charging an arm and a leg uh, to sell to Disney because Disney's bought a few properties and they spent, it's an exorbitant amount of money. Oh yeah. Exorbitant. But I would argue let's secure just a little more breathing room because you need it. It is so tight. There's no room to expand. Disneyland Forward is going to get creative, like we mentioned before, with zoning and all that junk. They're going to have to get rid of parking, add parking structures. They're talking about a monorail or a uh, Skyliner. For, That'd but be then awesome. That's on Anaheim property. They don't have the luxury of Disney World where it's like, it's our property. Who cares? They're going to have to get all this, all the red tape. It's just not viable. I think yeah. anything they do there just can't be done. So I think you just buy up a lot more land. I know it's going to cost a lot, but you just got to do it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's also like they can only do so much because it's like it's not like all the hotels over there are going to move out. Like I know, mm. but I think if they're offered, they're right. I know. Yes, you're right. The big names probably won't, yeah. but you get these little mom and pop places to move out and you give them just you money. You never get rid of the Candy Cane Inn. I'm not saying Candy Cane Inn. There's a lot more to get rid of. The Castle Inn There's like whatever. an Alpine one on the other side. You can just buy that sucker up and kick them out. Grand Legacy, all that stuff over there. I'm, I'm usually not, not pro like corporations going in, by the way, and, and taking like mom no, and pop places no, out. No, no, no. I'm just saying in this case, give them so much money they cannot say no. Yeah. They're like, you kidding me? I can never work a day in my life now. And I'd be like, <laughs> dude, take that money and run. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. It has been such a blast uh, talking with you guys this week. You can find us over on Instagram and threads at Market House Podcast. Make sure to follow us over there for pictures from the park and exciting news and announcements. Uh, please consider leaving a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify, both a giant help to the show. Thank you in advance for doing that for us. We've got a Patreon. We've got some fun stuff going on. Join us over there at MarketHouse.com. Wait, MarketHousePodcast.com. <laughs> slash support. MarketHousePodcast.com slash support to go join over there. Remember to use our Getaway Today link for your future trip bookings. Check out the episode details for that link. It's been fun. It's been grand. Bye. Bye.